and welcome to this year's Word Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Symes. I'm an author, entrepreneur, mum and wife. A couple of years ago, I realised the power of theming my year with a single word when I selected the word love and did everything I could to embody this word into all facets of my life. The positive impact this word had on my life was so profound that I wrote a book about my experience called A Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. Since then, I continue to follow my Word of the Year theme and also select a Word of the Month, which I explore further in this podcast series. In each episode, I will dive deeper into the significance of my monthly word, which will hopefully inspire and motivate you to use more positive words too, and ultimately, change your life one day at a time. I also share quotes and other sparks of inspiration related to my monthly word on my blog and Facebook page. Check out the links for these in the show notes. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Reviewing the year at the end of the year can be a daunting task. In previous years, it would take me days to read through my journal entries for the year and capture what went well and what I learned. This year, I did something a little different. I utilised the handful of blank pages at the back of my journal and created a table consisting of two columns. What I'd learned, slash highlights, and what I'll do differently. These columns were divided into 12 boxes, one for each month. At the end of each month, I reviewed my journal entries and recorded the highlights and lessons learned. This strategy has been a game changer for my reflection practice throughout the year. Rather than waiting until the end of the year, I've been able to identify behaviour that has led to wins, as well as behaviour that limited my progress. And as a result, I've been able to fine-tune and course-correct throughout the year. At the end of the year, all I need to do is go through my list of highlights and lessons learned to further refine my key learnings for 2023 which I'll share with you in this episode. The greatest learning of all from this exercise was realising how many more highs than lows I've experienced this year. 2023 has by no means been an easy year for myself or my family, but I have experienced an exponential level of growth, which, now I've come through the other side, I'm tremendously proud of. I had over 20 highlights on my list, But for brevity's sake, you'll be pleased to know I have whittled this down to 10 to share with you. These are in no particular order and are a combination of highlights from my personal and professional life. Here goes. First on my list of highlights this year has been my running endeavours. I've mentioned my goal of running 10 kilometres in 45 minutes numerous times this year. Whilst I haven't hit this goal yet, I'm a darn sight closer than I was at the beginning of the year, so I'm claiming that as a win. I've made a few changes this year to work towards this goal, including engaging the assistance of a running coach, following a running program, running more regularly, increasing my core strength, signing up for more 10k races, and attending my local park run more regularly. The unexpected bonus of setting this goal has been my family's interest and participation. Both of my children have enjoyed taking part in many of the 5k park runs with me this year, 
a long way for little legs. And my hubby has also joined in the fun and smashed out a few PBs this year. I couldn't be prouder of everyone, including myself. Next up on my highlight reel is recording the audiobook version of my book, A Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. I published my book in August 2021 and have always intended to record an audiobook version, but knew this would be a large undertaking, requiring a significant investment of time. I started recording the audio in January, and after weeks of editing, it was finally available for sale on Audible at the beginning of April. It was such a delight to revisit my book again. Perhaps I'd procrastinated on recording the audiobook because I was worried I'd cringe at the words I'd written a couple of years earlier. But nothing could be further from the truth. I loved the book more than ever after having a breather from the material for a couple of years. Recording and editing the audio was like visiting an old friend. The audio quality is excellent and I'm so proud of the end result. I'm also excited the book can exist in another format in the world. I personally love books narrated by authors and feel like I'm experiencing the book in the way the author intended. The next highlight is a project that was not on my list or even on my radar at the beginning of the year. My husband has owned an investment property on the Sunshine Coast for nearly as long as I've known him. It is an old house but in a pretty good location to the beach and has been rented out for the last 20 years. That all changed this year when our tenants moved out and the agent wasn't able to find new tenants. Despite freshening the place up by putting in new flooring throughout, the agent told us the property market was slow, so we foolishly listened to their advice and waited patiently. The place sat empty for three months until we decided enough was enough. After all, wasn't the Sunshine Coast in a rental crisis? A close family member has been experiencing some serious chronic health issues and my husband and I have made the effort to visit our family more frequently as a result. This has been challenging as we have two dogs we don't like to leave at home, so we have been restricted to sourcing pet-friendly accommodation. This has not only been challenging to find, but also more expensive than non-pet-friendly accommodation. One morning, after a sleepless night, my husband awoke with a revelation. Why didn't we convert the rental property into an Airbnb? We could make the property pet friendly and in addition to a rental solution, we could use it whenever we wanted to visit our family. We travelled up just before Easter and in less than a week had managed to equip a three bedroom house with furniture, mostly procured from Facebook Marketplace, and basic household essentials to create a comfortable home away from home for us and our guests. We've visited twice since and love being able to spend time with family, whilst not overstaying our welcome in someone else's home. Our guests also love being able to stay in this beautiful part of the world with their fur babies. Another experience I enjoyed this year was taking a weekly walk and talk with my daughter and our two dogs around a beautiful local lake while we waited for my son to do his weekly parkour training session. This was such a special time to just unwind at the end of the day by talking about random stuff and getting our steps up. We walked in all kinds of weather, from extreme heat to bitter cold throughout the year. Some walks were certainly more challenging weather-wise than others, like the one time we got caught in a storm. But I'm so grateful for the one-on-one -on -one time we got to spend together. 
Life has been hectic this year, and as a result, I've constantly been looking for ways to simplify elements of life where I can, including our garden. I adore gardening. It is one of my all-time favourite activities. However, we have a sizable garden, and I've made a rod for my back with the number of plants I have collected over the years. Each plant I plant needs to be watered, fertilised and pruned. The ongoing maintenance required for every plant I have acquired has made me think very carefully about my plant selection. Plants that require too much water or aren't frost tolerant don't make it in my garden. This year, instead of buying new plants, I've focused on propagating more of what has survived and works and planting this en masse, which also has a greater visual impact. After visiting a local market during the year, I picked up a selection of cute succulents. All have survived exceptionally well in my garden, tolerating frost and dry conditions. Their colourful foliage looks great and they're super easy to propagate, so I will definitely be adding more succulents to my garden going forward. Weeds are another thing I've struggled with this year. I just can't seem to keep on top of them. Despite applying a thick layer of mulch, they continue to pop up especially between my existing plants, so are tricky to remove. I've noticed the areas of my garden with less weeds are where I have planted ground covers. Hardy ground covers also provide a natural layer of protection for the soil, preserving moisture and reducing the amount of mulch required. So next year, I've decided to go hard on the ground covers, especially the heat-tolerant ones, such as succulents and lamb's ear. Hopefully this will reduce the amount of time I spend weeding and watering. I've also continued with my singing lessons this year and noticed improvement in my intonation, control and stamina. My weekly lessons have kept me focused and motivated to practice regularly. I've enjoyed finding different songs that challenge me to learn new skills and techniques. Singing is still the easiest way for me to practice and enjoy music. It is a portable skill I can practice while driving, doing housework or cooking dinner. It is also a great way to alleviate stress and tension and I look forward to continuing my lessons and learning more in 2024. At the beginning of the year, I set the intention of spending more time in nature. Increasing my running schedule has meant I've naturally spent more time outdoors running. It's great when two goals complement each other. In addition to running, I've also enjoyed spending time in nature when I'm gardening or walking our dogs. My goal of spending more time in nature has meant I've sought opportunities to spend time outside whenever possible. This is something I'll continue to do in 2024, as I've found spending time in nature has helped clear my mind and provide sparks of inspiration and solutions to challenges I've faced. Whilst goal setting is a wonderful tool to help you identify what you want and keep you focused on achieving it, it is also important to remain open to unexpected opportunities that might come your way. This was the case for me when I was presented with an amazing but unexpected career opportunity this year. This opportunity was not one of my goals for 2023, nor did I see it coming. However, the level of growth I've experienced from embracing this opportunity has enriched my life in ways no course or other goal I set for myself this year has, and I'm truly grateful for this unexpected gift. I encourage you to be open to any new opportunities 2024 sends your way.
Ever since we moved into our current home in 2016, we have had grand aspirations of expanding and enhancing various parts of our house. Despite diligently saving over the years, economic inflation and increased building and material costs have hampered our plans. However, this year we decided to just start. Whilst our overall vision is a massive project, we thought the easiest way to start was by focusing on one area at a time. For us this year, it has been the back deck and the pool area. Mostly because the deck was completely rotten in some places and had become a safety hazard. I finally convinced my husband to relinquish some control and outsource some of the challenging tasks, such as tiling and concreting. In a couple of weeks, we were amazed to see our vision come to life with the support of a team. Whilst the project has cost us more money than doing it ourselves, I'm sure it saved my hubby's back and given our family more time to enjoy it, not only this summer, but for many more years to come. Sometimes you just need to take the first step and start. Finally, my last highlight for 2023 has been podcasting regularly. At the start of 2023, I set the intention of podcasting regularly, and I think I've done a pretty good job despite the unexpected curveballs thrown my way throughout the year. I love preparing my podcast episodes. It is one of my all-time favourite things to do. I've also enjoyed interviewing my first podcast guests this year, something I hope to continue to do more of next year. Happily, many of my podcast episodes have tied into my monthly themes, which has helped me dig deeper with my content and hopefully resulted in a more cohesive experience for my audience. Finally, if there was one learning I've taken away from 2023, it has been, sometimes you need to go slow to go fast and make time to rest. I hope 2024 is an exquisite year for you, abundant with new adventures and many magnificent memories. As we prepare to start the new year, I'll leave you with this quote from Seneca. Every new beginning comes from other beginnings end. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and review. Each review helps others find this podcast, and it absolutely makes my day reading them. I'd be delighted to assist you further on your journey of personal development and growth. If you're looking for more inspiration, check out my book, A Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. Or if you're looking for a little more morning motivation, take a look at my free course, Magical Mornings. If you'd like to learn more about journaling, my course, Joyful Journaling Journey, could be just what you need. In the meantime, if you want some inspiring journaling prompts to kickstart your journaling practice, you can grab my free journaling guide with 100 prompts. This guide also includes some super helpful info on the benefits of journaling, along with tips on how to establish a consistent journaling practice. Links for all of these helpful tools and resources can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you can join me next time.